episode 46, The Clank Trifecta. Join us at the table where we talk board games to miniatures and everything in between. The games we play with Brian and Chris. And Emily. And welcome back to The Games We Play, a podcast about board games, sometimes miniatures, RPGs, and tabletops, but mainly about the games we play. I'm your host, Brian, and with me is my lovely wife, Emily. Oh, em, I mean, my <laughs> lovely wife. I'm Emily. There we go. <laughs> and welcome back again. We appreciate you tuning in. This is episode 46. Clanks, clanks, the clanks, um, and uh, we got a we got a good show ahead. Uh, we're going to be talking about what's been on our table. Uh, we got uh, we're going to be talking about the clank games. We're going to be we're going to be talking about the original clank game, Clank in Space, and the Clank Legacy. Talking a little bit about our experience with those. The Maybe trifecta of throw clank. some yeah, throw some uh, suggestions out there for you, and then we're going to be talking about our our love and hate this week, but. Before we go any further, we have some serious business to it's attend to. It's business time. I'm going to have to issue an apology here. <laughs> so, I kind of did a whoopsie here um, a couple episodes ago. Shout out to the McMeeples, our, our friend Sam, and uh, it's Michaela. And I just want to extend my apology to Michaela. And it's Michaela and not Mike, uh, I don't know what happened there. For some reason, I was looking at their their Instagram account and I saw Mike. I don't know, but it's definitely Sam and Michaela, and I I feel so sorry. I'm sorry about that. It was an honest mistake, so I, I, I apologize. I'm so glad that you did that. I know it's I, I try the utmost the ethics around here and keep it uh, honest. <laughs> we had some calls from HR. It's true. It's true. Uh, I almost got fired. The podcast almost shut down. So, you know, it is what it is. But no, for serious, though. Uh, so Sorry about that. I feel really bad. <laughs> <laughs> they reached out to us, made comments. I was like, no. <laughs> I felt so and bad. And they were the ones that suggested it, the idea in the first place. I know. I felt so bad. Uh, so I heartfelt apologies. But thanks for thanks for not unfollowing us and yes, not and listening. thanks for the feedback. <laughs> yes, we, we do appreciate it. Do makes mistakes from time to time. So, um, anyway, uh, Emily, so let's talk about our gaming goals. Uh, so, how are you doing with your gaming goals this year? I'm doing okay. I wish I was doing a little bit better, but... Where are you at? I've played 69 games this year so far, and 29 of them have been unique. Hey, that's not bad at all. Yeah, I'm getting there. Yeah, nothing to be definitely uh, will about. reach my goal. I think. Yeah, we might have a little extra time on our hands, which yes. we'll talk about here in a little bit. Um, and I'm up to 99 games and 36 unique, so uh, chugging along a little bit. Uh, it slowed down probably in the last week or two, just with everything that's going on. Uh, spring. You mean break because you won't be able to play with your friends over lunch? That will take a hit. Yes, because uh, we, we play a lot of games at lunch with uh, my coworkers and friends at work, and we're, uh, obviously um, with the, the self distancing quarantine, we're actually being forced to work from home, which is probably the right decision for sure. But um, that's going on at work, so I, yeah, I'm not going to be able to uh, play games at work. Um, so what are you gonna do? I'll play games with you over your lunch hour. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, which which is also kind of tough, right? Uh, I'm sure everybody's, a lot of people listening are in the same boat yes. uh, that uh, their kids are hanging around, right? Mm-hmm. It, spring break was just this week, and normally he would be going back next week, but school's canceled for the next three weeks and maybe foreseeable future. Um, yeah, having a six-year-old run around is, is uh, for some reason, not conducive to game playing. I have Imagine no idea that. why. I know. And then by the time the nights, your wits and your uh, your patience and stress level is at all-time high, and like all you want to do is just like go to bed or something. I did teach him how to play Yahtzee this week. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah, he actually Which he loved. That. I know that some did people- Did you log those? What? Did you log I this? did. Oh, boot. No, and I logged Skippo with him. <laughs> <laughs> I know some people be hating on those games, but... Well, I mean, Yahtzee's not too At bad. Least... I mean, Yahtzee's not very fun per se, but for him, he was using his math skills and yeah, adding up. Yeah, I was and just going with... to say, it's a fun way to do math at home. It is, yeah. No, it is. I, I totally agree. Um, But I... 
outside of that, like to try to get more games of Clank Legacy and stuff yeah. is, is tough. It's, it's hard. Yeah. But hopefully everybody's healthy. Hopefully everybody's yeah. doing well and faring well. I know it's uh, kind of stressful. Everybody in the same house. Uh, it's it's not easy. Routine is messed up. Routine and it's is just... messed up. And even then, I was looking at the podcast statistics, and we're down like fifty percent for listens this last week. And I think a lot of it is just because people's not people aren't commuting. Like that was mm-hmm. my daily routine. Is when yeah. I was commuting to and from work, I would listen to other podcasts. Um, or audiobooks, and I haven't listened to any podcasts or any audiobooks at all this last week. Um, just you know, routine's just thrown off. So I think part of it might be too, like uh, people's mental and emotional state. It's hard to listen to podcasts yeah. and process things when you're sure. processing something so serious. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I, I just I think it's just a combination of multiple things. Mm-hmm. So hopefully everybody's doing okay out there. Yeah. Um, you know, we're going to be trying to do some different stuff on Instagram, <laughs> uh, which is also <laughs> another point. So we tried to record this episode you're listening to last night, and we tried to do an Instagram live while doing it. Technically, the Instagram live worked. Yes. And some of you popped on and said hi. And technically, we recorded that episode. <laughs> However, <laughs> after we finished, I went to play it back just to make sure it was okay. Somewhere along the w- way, I don't. I think it might be. Uh, I might. It might be my audio interface here. Mm-hmm. I. I don't know. For some reason, it sounded like <laughs> I was talking at like three quarters normal speed. It was like this. Talking. It was really low. It was just sounded really weird. And Emily, even your voice. So I don't know what's happening. I think the audio interface that I'm using here for the computer is maybe not working. And. Uh, I was using that on my personal computer for all the meetings this last week. And somebody commented, <laughs> like one of my friends at work commented, he's like, man, you sound a lot different on there. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's just work- working on a new mic and stuff. I think it sounded like that, too, in all the meetings, which it sounded really weird and dumb. So sorry for those people <laughs> that joined on to the live. It sounded really weird. Uh, I even like before we went live, I did a test on my uh, I have a personal Instagram account I created and I did a live test on there and it sounded okay. And I did recording and it sounded okay. But then when we went live on the other Instagram, it sounded really weird. So I don't know what was going on. It might have been when I started recording. Well, no, even when we I don't know. So sorry about that for for you guys. Um we're going to try to figure we'll that out, but we're going to be trying to do some Insta lives. Uh, yeah. Talk, just maybe a little short 10, 5, 15 minutes, just talking about games we're playing, checking in mm-hmm. with everybody, maybe getting suggestions for uh, how to deal with our new schedules and situations mm-hmm. and getting gaming in and just kind of a check in, just make sure everybody's doing okay. Yeah. Um, and I did enjoy times. all the feedback we got last time on how they choose to play what game. Yeah. No, that, that was, was helpful. Interesting. So I yeah. think we might be implementing some of those. Yeah. Emily really wants a whiteboard. I think I do wanna... like, she, she was super excited when she saw your guys' picture of the whiteboard. They... <laughs> well, it's always been a goal in my life to have a big whiteboard on my well, wall. Well, I think it was pretty cool. They had a running like top 20 list. So yeah. it looked like as they played games, things got moved around. And then they had their, their 10 by 10. So as they played a game, for those who don't know what 10 by 10 is, you find 10 games and you want to try to play them all 10 times each. Yes. And so, so you and, make a graph Yeah, chart. It, and then you, you fill in the 10 by 10. So that's what they had on their whiteboard. They shared on their Instagram. That was a pretty cool idea. I like that running top 15 or top 20. That's kind of mm-hmm. neat. Like if you play a game, you're like, okay, well, that gets bumped off. That gets yeah. bumped off. That's pretty cool. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. My birthday's coming up. Tent. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to get you a whiteboard for your birthday. Uh, They're kind of expensive, guys. They are. <laughs> like the bigger ones. I don't expensive. know. You said my birthday's canceled this year, so. I didn't say that. Yes, you did. I was joking. I you're... know you're joking. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> it's April 15th, by the way, guys. Um. Anyway, sorry. We're way off topic or whatever, but uh, hopefully everybody's doing out well yeah. out there. All right. Well, hopefully we can entertain and you enjoy the rest of this episode. Okay, Emily, we got all that way out. Did I miss anything before we go on and talk about what we've been playing? I think we're good. Awesome. All right. Let's move on and talk about what we have been playing this week. (laughs) 
All right. So let's talk about what's been on our table. Emily, what's been on your table this week? I had Roll for the Galaxy on my table. Nice. Well, on our table. Well, I, kn- I knew that. I'm... Really? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember being there. This is brand new information. <laughs> Who were you playing that with? Oh, Denver. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I kind of doubt that. He's a very advanced six-year-old. <laughs> He, yeah, he, yeah, sure. <laughs> this game is, uh, this game's odd. Like, yes. I don't, it's an enigma to me. It's, it's fun. I enjoy playing yeah. it, but I start having fun maybe three fourths of the way through. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I mean, we play a lot of games, right? Yes. But this one, and I've played, this, I've played this one before. What when we pulled it out, I had to spend like twenty minutes trying to refresh myself on the rules. Granted, it had been probably three years, two years. I think it's been Three. two years. I got it. I bought it like three years ago or two years ago. Oh, well, it came out in 2014, so it's a it's an older game. Yeah, I got it on discount. That's yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's kind of an odd game. Um, what do you, what what do you think about it when you played it? Um, I liked it per se. I don't know. I wouldn't necessarily pull it out all the time, but I did like how you used the dice to as your workers. As your workers. The dice are workers, right? Yes. And there's different As colors. The, yes. And then they have symbols, on, different symbols on them yep. that are different actions you take. on, And then you um, lay out tiles, which are those pla- supposed to be planets? Well, they're a combination of planets and like manufacturing plants. Okay. Um, yeah. And then you get to place them, right? You're either building, producing, yes. you're shipping goods, you're... Trading goods, you're you're just trying to get victory points essentially, right? right. Through all that, mm-hmm. um, and then the, all the different dice have different die faces, so there's different probabilities. So mm-hmm. some dice are really good at like shipping and producing stuff, while some are really good at exploring and building things, right? Yes, but the way they lay it out in the instructions, and there's a cheat card that's kind of like your it's a reference ha- on your like screen on your screen to yeah. hide your dice when you first roll them. I just find it very confusing, and so I do feel like it took me half the game to figure it out. Again, even though I never replayed it, right? But that was three years ago. Sure, but this the i this is one of the the things the iconography. So many different little yeah. like icons, and you're like, what the heck does this all mean? It just threw up over everything. It's just like, <laughs> and colors. Oh, oh man, everything's colorful, which is cool, but it's just like there's icons here on your, all yeah. your screen and all the tiles on your your little board, your tableau. There's just icons everywhere and like very little text. The whole time I just kept having to look at that reference sheet and think, okay, now what does this mean again? What yeah. is this again? I mean, some of it does make sense. You just have to get used to it of what it actually yeah. means. Once you kind of do it is it's not bad but it's one of those things that like i I've, I've played this multiple times and every time i still have to look up and figure out how the phases go yeah it's kind of confusing but and it, i think it's a little bit fiddly yeah. when you first pick your dice and then you have to flip those tiles over I yeah, feel like that's super fiddly. You're basically choosing your phases, right? And it's very similar to the card game, the the roll or race for the galaxy, right? This is just the mm-hmm. dice version of it. Um, it, it's still fun. It's, it's engine buildy. It's yeah. just uh, it's a little too. It's it's almost like too complex or trying to be too cute with all the icons for its yeah. own good. It was like, hey, we're gonna come up with this really cool, robust iconography where if you know it, you can just read it and not have to read the rule book. Good in theory, but it, it, it's not even that complex of game per se. It's like why exactly could, why could like you the written the actual else? mechanics of it are simple, yeah, but they, they make it way harder than it, it needs, needs to, to be. be. Yep, I, I completely agree. But uh, overall, still enjoyable. Just it's not like one of my top favorite. Games. Yeah, maybe if we played it more, it was nice as a filler game. Yeah, to get another. And by filler, it she means like an hour <laughs> game. I mean, no, I mean. Get another game in for the year. It's a palate cleanser. (laughs) That's what I call it, a palate cleanser. (laughs) It makes you realize what games you do like. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, again, it's not bad. No, it's not bad. It's not the worst. I'm not going to get rid of it. It's not Elysium. (laughs) Yeah, it's not Elysium. Don't even get me started on that. Uh, But it was nice. I mean, it's another game on our count for the year, and it was a unique game. So. 
Yeah, it's 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 the game that you take a break from from your current game. <laughs> yeah, when you're in the throes we were of on a blank legacy and want to take a break. We were on a break. Actually, this week we took turns picking the game, so I picked yeah. that game. And what yep. did you pick, Brian? Well, that that good segue. Thank you for that. Uh, Champions of Midgard. Uh, this is a game that's been on my shelf of shame for quite some time. It's been in shrink. And I, the theme kind of very appealing. The artwork looks really cool. It's a Viking game, and it's a worker placement Viking game. And so with any Viking game, there's battle and glory to be had. And so there's a lot of fighting. And the worker placement is really just to be getting troops and mm-hmm. extra abilities. To get the resources you need. And there's not even that many resources. I mean, the resources of wood and food. Uh, that you're using, but majority of the things you're trying to collect are relic cards and special well, you have abilities. To get your dice. And 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 the main thing is warriors. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yep. Oh. And then uh, and using those workers to claim which monsters you're going to fight because there's monsters all over the board that you get to fight, and that's how you mainly get your glory, VP. Um, and that's how you win the game. Uh, very cool. Mm-hmm. Very streamlined. Yes. Easy. I really liked it. Like with any worker placement game, this is, I love worker placement games, but this is the thing about worker placements that are tough to get into and learn. There's so, even if you have 10 places to put your workers on, that's 10 different things you have to read and understand how they all Mm -hmm. get put together. And which was, which is the best choice. Right. So you might read, oh, you go here to collect two, two meat. Okay. Well, what is the meat used for? Yeah, why do I need And so you for? have to go find all the places that meet, and you're like, okay. And so it's a lot of like small little actions that are easy on their own, but trying to put them together as like a puzzle and how they all in- interact and what you need to do. That's the tough part about worker placements. And I think there's always just a little steep learning curve a little bit for most worker placement games, which is too bad, but uh, it still wasn't that hard. I mean, we we spent like 20 minutes reading through it and learning it, and there's quite a few spots on the board. And after probably one round, I was like, okay, if this makes sense. I understand what's going to happen. Um, and really enjoyed it. There was some cool stuff where if nobody takes it, things start accumulating mm-hmm. on the spots. That. that was a cool thing. And if you didn't kill monsters, coins mm-hmm. uh, kept Piled accumulating. And, and coins are basically victory points this game. And you can exchange coins for other stuff, which is really helpful too. And... Uh, it's really cool. So even if a monster doesn't look very appealing, by the end of the game, I think I killed one that had like eight coins mm-hmm. under seven coins. It had been on there from the very yeah. beginning. And so it's a fairly quick game. I think we played an hour, and that was the first time playing and learning the game. So uh really enjoyed it. I liked that there was multiple ways to get victory points. And I also liked that it's a worker placement, but also has a combat component to it or fighting bosses. And it, I mean, it's not super complicated. No. I don't even know what you're saying. Anyway, oh, it doesn't matter. I liked, I like that it's a worker placement game, but also that you get to fight bosses and and monsters. And then there's a whole nother area where you go on the sea and fight sea monsters. Well, they're not technically well, sea monsters. Well, they're no, just but, monsters on a different land or island that you have to travel to. Oh, I didn't get that part. <laughs> <laughs> I thought I was fighting them from my boat. No, you're taking your your Vikings across the ocean or sea to the other land to fight them. That's why some are further than others. That's why you have to stock more food on the boat because you have to get food to put them on the boat to feed the Vikings as you're traveling across the sea. That's the matter. Whatever. I was in my own fantasy world. (laughs) Either way, it's it's a lot of fun. It is fun. And there's some good expansions for it. I've heard. I've heard the expansion. Some of the one expansions I've heard is like a mandatory yet to play with so i'm really looking forward to get those out but uh really a lot of had a fun it was yeah, we'll have to try it nice with uh, the expansions nice solid game nice uh departure from other worker placement i mean that's why i like everdell it's yeah. a, not your t- typical traditional worker placement so it's nice to pull out from time to time be a little different you know mm-hmm. yeah okay well that i guess that's what was on our table this week let's uh move on and let's talk about clink a little bit sounds good play reviews clank trilogy i don't know it's not technically a trilogy but the the, clank trifecta okay emily is coining the clank trifecta we'll go with that (laughs) uh so clank for those who may not know is a deck building adventure game i guess that's what it says on the box oh is it really that's the tagline 
a deck building adventure. Hey, there you go. There you go. Man, maybe I should go to marketing. <laughs> uh, or maybe you subconsciously remembered what the box said. I don't think so. But um, <laughs> so in this game, it's deck building. So you, you, you ever each every player starting with the same cards in their hand, they're going to be using the cards to buy. It's called acquire in the game. Buy other cards that are on the market and cards that are coming up that add to their deck and they get cycled in and they're going to be more powerful and better cards that give you more actions and do cooler things. And all the while, the actions and things you're going to be doing is you're diving through this dungeon. And in the first game, you're going down into the dragon's lair. You're trying to get an, a precious artifact and then make it out of the dungeon alive and back to town. And along the way, there's plenty of treasures to be had, but you have to get an artifact and get out and before dying. And along the way, your sword is clanking on your armor like, Clank, 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 clank. <laughs> <laughs> the, the idea is as uh, things come up uh, or treasure, you're you're getting the notice of the dragon and making noise and, yes. and getting the attention of the dragon. So you're, these clank is represented by these cubes that get put into the dragon's bag that also has dragon cubes. And so uh, from time to time, the dragon is going to attack and you're going to pull cubes out of the bag. And if he pulls your bag out, well, guess your, what? Your you, cube. Uh, yeah, get your cube out of the bag. Guess what? You've drawn the attention of the dragon. You take damage. So you can die in this game. Yes, you can. And every game I played, usually somebody dies. Um, so that's, I mean, that's a pretty high level overview of the game. The Clink in Space, the second game, just kind of compare the two, is a fantasy sci-fi, or not a fantasy, but a sci-fi version where you're on a spaceship and you're basically, I guess, space pirates, right? Uh, the first one, you're so. like rogue and now you're a space pirate. Anyway, there's some backstory I don't even remember. All I know is there's an AI on board trying to kill you, a, and I think there's some clever way they call it a dragon but it was like with zeros and ones anyway it's neither here there uh but you're trying to get to and, and get access to the inner core and then you're stealing an artifact and getting out there's some different mechanics there because the, um we'll we'll talk about here a little bit and then there's clank legacy which we'll we'll just address that at the end so we'll primarily talk about the first two here and we're gonna go spoiler free so don't worry uh, so this is going to be a little bit different review for us, but we're just going to be talking about these games and what we think about them. So Emily, uh, Clink, I introduced them, like blitzed them all out to you. I think within a couple days we played all three of them, I believe. I think so, yeah. So uh, what's your initial feelings when you were playing Clank uh, when we pulled it out and started playing it? I really liked it. I really like Deck Builders. And I like that this one has a board with it. I love the theme of it, the fantasy of going in and stealing an artifact and trying to get out before the dragon gets you. Yeah. <laughs> before the dragon burns you. <laughs> or the other players try to screw or, you over. Yeah. I mean, kind of, it's really hard to screw people over per se, but it kind of can It happen. truly is like going on an adventure through a dungeon. Yeah. To get an artifact, treasures, and yeah. collecting yeah. all the points. <laughs> yes. And which it, I love. <laughs> it, it's tricky because as you're going, you're like, ooh, I could go over here and uh, I could get there, one more treasure. There's definitely some push your luck element in the game, which I like. <laughs> yeah, I know, and sometimes absolutely. it burns you. <laughs> uh, yeah. Sometimes. A lot of the times it's going to burn you. Um, but I really like getting all the points. <laughs> she wants all the treasure. She's a rogue <laughs> at heart. She's a rogue. Uh, so, yeah, very cool. Art uh, aesthetics is pretty cool. Mm -hmm. Fantasy theme yeah, for the first it, game. It's very thematic. It all fits together. Uh, and there's a little sense of humor to the game, too. Yes. It's a little whimsical, I think. Yeah. In your starting deck, one of the cards that you have to put clink in, one of your clink cubes in for is called stumble. Like you make clink because you fall. Yeah. You're making noise. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it, those are terrible cards. Clink is yeah. bad, man. Clink, you don't, it, it, you don't it, want Clink. No, Clink's gross in this game. Uh, but sometimes it makes you make decisions. And so um, as you're playing through, these new cards are coming out. And some of them are really good cards. Mm -hmm. A lot of them are really, really good cards. Yeah. But then when you buy them, you have to put Clank out. What, it's, there's sacrifices. Like the better cards have Clank on them. Right. So sacrifices have to be made. So there's a lot of... I mean, what's again? Push your luck. What's one more claim? Yeah, right. This is cards really good. Yeah. Oh, I can do it. Yeah. It'll be fine. <laughs> we'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> and what makes it even more difficult is on the cards they have movement points, so like boots, and they have attack. Boots. 
and they have a choir, right? The choir's for buying. And various spots on the map require you to fight monsters to uh, to to get across from point to point on on the map. It's like a big grid, and they have some of them have monster faces, and so you have to spin swords on from your cards from your hand uh, to get across from. Them. And if you don't, you take damage per which. It doesn't seem like a lot. I think you have 10, maybe 12 life, but those clank in games just start coming out like crazy mm-hmm. because when you acquire things and things happen, uh, you, the rage level of the dragon goes up, meaning you're pulling out more and more cubes every time he attacks and he starts attacking a lot more as the game goes on. It's yeah. interesting. And if someone gets to the end before you do, then lots of clink starts coming oh, out on every, their turn. Basically, when a player finishes out, they get the bonus 20 points for, for getting out. Uh, but every time it's on their turn, they start drawing like tons of cubes out of every turn. <laughs> and you got to get back real fast. <laughs> you got to be real fast. <laughs> now, there is, there is a line that you can get above that if you die, at least you keep your points. You keep your stuff. But it's the what, stuff you it's, stole. It's in the first top fourth of the board it's yeah. really high up there and there's these spots on the board that when you get to them they're ice caverns you have to stop you could have five boots and you move into it well guess what you yep. can't move anymore there are cards but they're very few far and ahead. they're rare so there's a lot of this going on so a lot of like you said pushing your luck it's it's interesting so uh first clank a lot of fun we really enjoy oh it. yeah definitely i really enjoy it it's probably in my top 10 games wow Cool. I really like it. Yeah, it's really good. So then we played uh, Clink in Space. So the difference is it's a sci-fi like we talked about, modular. There's a few other extra mechanics and components mm-hmm. for things you can acquire. It has a little more synergy on the cards, which I did like that. In the space game, there's cards being, if you have this other type of card, because mm-hmm. I think they're factions. If you have other faction, it activates this yeah, special bonus. It's like there's a little bit of set collection. A little bit like Star Realms, where yeah. you get bonus. A lot like Shards Infinity, yeah. where factions like spawn or trigger each Mm -hmm. other and then there's like special items that you can get from the marketplace that you can buy in it that also have triggering effects on the cards which the first game didn't really have that Mm -hmm. it didn't have hey if you acquired this then you get this extra bonus on top of this pretty decent card yeah Uh, this game has a lot of that i wonder if in the expansions for the original game, if it adds that. Adds that stuff? Maybe. Maybe. But the deck's so big. And, and that kind of goes, we'll talk about that a little bit in Legacy, but that deck's so big. And if you're playing a two, three player game, you might not get through That's or true. see a lot of those things. I, in the space one, it, there was a lot of cards that have it. I felt it was very easy to get those combos, which felt good. Uh, but uh, overall, it just felt a little different because you have to go yeah. to two different places and you have to like hack these computers and it was just, it seemed a lot harder to get there. I don't know. It just felt different. I, I'm yeah. Sure. It was different. I like the fantasy theme better than the space theme. Yeah. Um, the, now, there was a lot more humor and jokes, like pop culture jokes in this yeah. game. There was jokes about Star Trek, Star Wars. It was kind of funny. There was Jedi stuff uh, they added to it. But outside of that, I'm not sure I really liked it as much. I didn't. I liked the original better. Yeah, so it's still a good game, still fun. Mm-hmm. I would like to play it again. Yeah, and before I, I really that game form might be better at more players. To yeah. be honest, uh, I I think the original Clink one was was pretty good at two players. I played at three or four players, and it was just the same as enjoyable. But I think Space is one of those maybe not as good at two players. All right, so let's talk about uh, let's talk about Legacy. So Clink Legacy is pretty much the first one right you your starting hands are exactly the same it's the same yeah. card same art style the board is fantasy now that's where kind of it uh, it departs uh so mm-hmm. let's talk a little bit more about the legacy and what this game does versus the other legacy games because it really does play exactly like the original clank has the same fantasy setting feel artwork and whatnot. So what makes this a really good legacy game? Because it is a really good it's legacy game. It's a really good legacy game. Oh, there's a fabulous storyline that goes with it. So thematic. Everything goes together. So you're you're an employee of Acu... Well, you're actually creating a, f- a franchise. A franchise. Of Acquisitions Incorporated. Because that's yes. what it's called. It's called Clink Legacy Acquisitions Incorporated. The whole time you're playing, you're reading different lines and... Uh, the artifacts that you're stealing have certain meanings behind them, which is different than in the first game. Yeah, well, I guess <laughs> I guess let's take a step back. So, yes, there's a storyline with the franchise 
and you're creating a franchise that's like a extra planar time space and time thing where there anyway it doesn't necessarily matter the whole point is you're trying to gain gain treasure and bring it back and right and be super good and stuff and so um throughout your journeys and it does feel like a journey i yes. think the one thing that this adds is there's these markings that refer to this fairly big book uh it's called the book of secrets and so it, it gives passage numbers and so throughout the game you're going to be encountering spots on the board that have passage numbers well when you hit there you have to read that passage so something happens mm-hmm. when you hit those and so it really feels like a choose your own adventure yes yeah where, where it'll be like hey you still this is completely made up hey you stumble upon this farm and you see these things what building do you want to go to and depending on what you choose something <laughs> happens um could be bad could be good most of the time it's fairly good now there Ish. are some yeah, <laughs> there's some bad stuff but where i think this does really well because there's some other legacy games where it kind of has the story stuff in between you read some things but it doesn't necessarily connect to the gameplay long term or vice versa. There's mechanical things that you're playing through like scenarios, but you don't feel like it necessarily affects your long term game. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, does that make sense? Like you may yeah. make a decision. OK, cool. You attack them. And, oh, you need only this swords to kill the right. boss or whatever in some of these other games. And you either kill them or you don't. Right. But it doesn't necessarily have a huge effect per se other than other scenarios that might open up in this game though as stuff happens new cards can come out cards could get modified things could be ripped up things could be written on stickers may come on because the board when you pull down this is not spoilers when you look at the Mm -hmm. board a third of the board is there the rest maybe half but half of the board bottom is just empty yep and there's roads going to nowhere Mm mm-hmm and throughout the game, you're going to be modifying. And the cool thing is, depending on what you choose, depends on what the board's going to look like and when it could come out and when things come out. And there's there's quests and side quests that happen and new characters pop up and you'll be seeing these characters from time to time to time to time again. It's really cool. And mm-hmm. I think that's what it really does well because it actually affects the game because the deck, the cards of the cards that come out yep. that you're buying, those get modified and they can change and and they go along with the storyline like oh i remember when we made that decision that's really cool that came mm-hmm. out yeah every single thing in this game could or could not be modified oh yeah, yeah. i mean it happens all the time right it happens all the time and then even your character this is also so then your character you're upgrading your character you're getting special abilities we're we're modifying our yeah. acquisitions corporate character There's, building yeah you're basically leveling up mm-hmm. very cool and they're unique to each person like the person i picked was different from the person emily picked mm-hmm. and so i think that's what does it different than other legacy games is it connects all these things has this choose your own adventure that has permanent effects on the game and that there's certain things we did not decide that mm-hmm. are we won't see in the game yeah. now. Yeah. That's crazy. That is crazy. Makes me like question what was it? Did we make the right choice? <laughs> Did we make it? It's so stressful. <laughs> uh but it, I I don't know about you. I feel like that really brought me in. It made me feel connected, invested yes. in this game yeah. emotionally. I want to see what happens. Yeah. Like I can't wait to play again. We've taken a, a little bit of a break. But I do love all of the elements that they put into it. The best legacy game that I've ever played. Yes. And if you're not comfortable ripping up stuff, this is not the game <laughs> no. for uh, There's so... we were, How many cards did we rip up that one night? I oh have my no idea. Word. There's a huge, huge pile. pile. Yeah. We did play two games, still, but still. There's so much yes. stuff you rip up in this game. Yeah. And even though it's not a cooperative game, it does feel like at, in some parts of it, you're really rooting for the other person it's to stay sem- alive. Yeah, it's semi-cooperative. A little bit, right? Yeah. You want to finish and have the most points, but you definitely don't want the other person to die, right? Because when they die, there's permanent and bad stuff that happens to the franchise, which yes. affects all the players. Yeah, um, it's interesting. So yes. yeah, some w- weird dynamics. Sometimes it's like, okay, well, I won't take a cards just in case a dragon attack. Oh, Emily's above the line, and I'm taking all these cards, and <laughs> dragons are attacking. I'm pulling Emily's cubes out, and uh. oh man. So uh, that's what I feel like the legacy portion of this does really well is that choose your own adventure and then the permanent effects. And it actually feels like what you're choosing is affecting and permanently affecting the rest of the game. Mm -hmm. And you are a specific character and you're building your character. So Emily, 
overall, Clank Games, what's your feeling? Oh, excellent. Excellent. Yeah. And your favorite being? Oh, Clank Legacy. Legacy but, yeah. disclaimer, you should play the original Clank before you play Clank Legacy. Yeah, I would advise that. I mean, you could learn playing. I would highly have advised playing the original I think first. you'll just enjoy it more if you have that base game experience yes. Yes. first. Yep, yep. And the first game's really not that much different, to be completely honest. Right. Playing Clank to Clank Legacy. But after yeah. that... Like, the, I, yeah, you mean like the first five minutes of it? Yeah. So this is my only thing about Clank Legacy is these games are long. Yes, they take two to two and a half. Because maybe three it is hours. choose your own adventure esque. There's lots of reading and going through the book. And it seems finding like every passages two, yeah. It seems like and, every two minutes. Oh right, read passage forty four. Right. Pull out sticker sheet six. Okay, seventy. You landed on this spot, but but my turn's not over, and I start to keep yeah, going. Yeah, so we spend five minutes doing all this and resolving and pulling this out of the box and pulling out of the sealed, and we're like, okay, we got everything. Oh, it's still less. Yeah, I have four more moves. <laughs> That's all the time. It takes a long time. Yes. So that is a that's, dislike. That's the only me. negative I would yes. say dislike about this game is just the time. It's a lot different than the other games. But man, overall, fantastic, solid. Highly recommend Clank, uh, even the base version. If you like deck building and you want just a little something extra um, that's unique, because I don't think any other games offers this experience. The closest is Thunderstone Quest, but that's more like combat focused. This mm-hmm. is more adventure going through a dungeon focused. Yeah. Uh, which is a little different than uh, Thunderstone Quest. I mean, it has a little, just a tiny bit, but mostly it's all about combat in that game. One of the things I really like about Clank is how you collect your points. I just love that point collecting aspect she, of it. Oh my word, the amount of stuff she collects. I just it's love always, it's points. Like, it's like, really? You're going to keep going for that? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because you get these artifacts and and different things and they have the points right on them and you know exactly how, like you just want to collect them all. Yeah, and the cards you're you're buying too have victory yes, points on them. Yeah, and, and there there's and even, they could even like multi they could be multipliers. Right, so there's cards that say, "Hey, this is worth as many points as these other cards." Like tomes is one of the starting cards in your deck. Mm-hmm. The tomes just give you victory points, so they're kind of exponential. Emily just likes the likes the treasure. <laughs> Telling us she was a rogue or something if we were playing D D. Uh, she just likes stealing stuff. She'd be the one to be like, "I'm gonna try to steal." <laughs> Only in the game, not in real life. Sure, sure. <laughs> so overall, excellent games. We highly recommend oh, them. Yeah. We love, love, love them. So much fun. Yes. Um, great game. And they play up to five players, um, which is pretty cool. Pretty cool. So, all right. Well, that uh, that was kind of a different review for us. It was more just talking about the games that we've been playing. All right. So let's move on and let's uh, talk about our love and hates. All right. <laughs> All right, Emily, love and hate. What's your love for this week? My love this week is games that take you on an adventure and feel like escape. <laughs> like like it, when you're reading a book that and it feels like an escape and takes you on an adventure. Mm-hmm. I love games that do that. Yeah. I don't think there's a lot of games that do that per se. No. I mean, you're, you're playing worker placement games like, oh, okay. <laughs> Sometimes it feels very mechanical. I don't know. Viticulture. <laughs> You're escaping to Italy. <laughs> sure. <laughs> uh, champions of Midgard. You're escaping to Viking land, wherever that is. <laughs> I, I guess I don't necessarily feel like I'm in there. I, I feel like when we're playing legacy games, like Pandemic Legacy, I get wrapped oh, up gosh. in that. <laughs> Clank Legacy, I feel like I kind of get yeah. locked Clank up. Clank Legacy is probably the one that I feel the most. Like on an adventure, immersed in the game experience. I just really like that aspect of it. Sure. And even games, uh, even games like Mansions of Madness and some of those games, I I feel like these campaign are a little more thematic. Yeah. It's so much fun. That's what makes it fun. Or Betrayal on the House on the Hill. Sure. Yeah. I really feel like we're exploring a a haunted house house. (laughs) together. We're in a horror movie. You never know what's going to happen. It's like, it's like the, Cabin in the Woods. That's what that game is like. Um, oh, yeah. We haven't finished watching that. We need to finish watching We started watching Cabin in the Woods, uh, Emily and I. It's a, it's a horror. It has an interesting twist on that game on that movie. Oh, spoilers for me. <laughs> We've start, we watched half of the movie, remember? Yeah, but I'm just saying 
Oh, yeah. Okay. It's all coming back to like me Like, within the fi- first five minutes. It's all coming back. It's all within coming the first five minutes of... Oh, my God. <laughs> In the first five minutes of that movie, you know something weird's happening. Oh, yeah, it's, for sure. But I'm just saying, like, you... Uh, oh, it's just like... It's a uh, one where teenagers go It's and... called Cabin in the Woods. You right. know from the title something's happening. Well, I'm... I just okay. Emily know. doesn't watch horror movies. But I don't. It's it's like you see that and you're like, oh, it's just a bunch of teenagers going to the woods and there's gonna be a murderer, oh, or a serial yeah. killer. Oh no. yeah, and there's always like the blonde, and... right? What? Well, which it does. There's a lot of those stereotypes <laughs> in there. That's, that's what's funny about it. But it's a completely different twist on the genre of this horror movie. But that's what uh, that that uh, trail at the house in the hill kind of feels like. But yes, yeah. I, I completely agree. It's fun when that happens. For me, it doesn't happen probably as much. Um, a lot of the games kind of feel mechanical, where I feel like I'm playing a game i'm trying to think of the best way to game the game to win i don't know if that makes sense. all you care about is engine building oh my gosh <laughs> all you care about is wine no, <laughs> and birds bird your wings man i really feel immersed in the bird well maybe we should play lord of the rings journeys to middle earth and i feel like yes, legolas and we should and and i'll middle be a earth. hobbit <laughs> be the Hobbit. I'm the dwarf. Okay, this no, is... I would totally be an elf. I don't know. We'll have to see. I don't know if that's an option. Anyway, that's either uh-huh. here or there. Cool. Um, all right. My love is Clank Legacy. I know it's kind of cop out. We just talked about it. Love it. It's great. It's so amazing. It's awesome. All right. So my hate is counterfeit games. So if you haven't heard, this is starting to become kind of an issue. So there's these big games that counterfeiters in China are making these knockoff games that look like the real game, but the components are not great. There's mistakes in the printing, but it looks pretty much like the game, but they're definitely knockoffs. And this is becoming more of an issue. You find these third-party sellers on Amazon or these maybe not so reputable websites, and they're selling these games that are like, oh, that's a pretty good price for this game. Well, there's a reason why. Uh, This only came up recently because on the BGG hot games or hot deals forum that I visit like hourly just to see if there's new new deals for games. Um, (laughs) I saw Woot. Uh, Woot is a one I've been, I think I've been a member for like 10, 12 years back in even college days. Anyway, they do a lot of wholesale. So things that maybe didn't sell, they'll get it for super cheap and then sell them. Uh, Well, they had terraforming Mars on there. I was like, for I think it was thirty three dollars or something like that's this, amazing. That's a really good deal. So I put it on there. A bunch of people bought it. Everybody was happy. And then like two days later, everybody started getting because you can get it. They're affiliated with Amazon. I think they bought them out. Uh, <laughs> people are like, uh, something's off with this game. And it sure enough, they are all counterfeit copies. Uh, so I felt a little bad about it. Um, but it, you didn't know. No, it wasn't my my fault. Thankfully, Woot like gave money back and, and everything. Good. So they held up their end. But man, that's crazy deal. There's a whole forum on BGG just about like spotting counterfeit games. That's crazy. I know. And it's the big games. It's the Azuls. It's those. Oh. And so it's these that maybe casual people like, oh, I want to get Azul. That was a fun game. I played at their house. And they buy the copy and it's a completely knockoff. They have no idea. Oh. So, yeah, it's happening a lot more. So that's my hate. That sucks. Uh, stay vigilant, people. Uh, a good idea to open those up when they get home. I'm really bad at just putting them on and keeping them in shrink and not double-checking them. But uh, double-check them. it takes us a while to get and the, if the compo- Yeah, if the, the biggest thing is the components look weird. Things aren't consistent throughout. Maybe things are off-centered with printing or just seems cheap. Uh, go on to the Board Game Geek. There's a whole forum about counterfeit, and there's guides for all the games out there. So check that out. But uh, stay Stay uh, aware. I just want to make sure everybody knows about That's my hate this week. So, Emily, what's your hate? It's the dark side of the board uh, game. The dark underbelly of board gaming. <laughs> this, my hate goes back to a previous hate of falling off the wagon when you've been working out really well. Not then, literally. Well, not literally. Figuratively. Fall. I did not break my leg falling off a wagon. <laughs> Figure for some reason, I just keep seeing you fall off a wagon. <laughs> anyway, sorry. Um, I am back on the workout wagon. Yeah, I encourage her. She's like, Ah, do I even work? I'm like, Yes, yes, yes. you do. Because yeah. I know it's not that I care, it's more <laughs> that I know that if she doesn't do it, she's gonna feel guilty and then complain about it the rest of the day. So I just oh, want to, like, thanks. I'm just here for you, babe. Yeah, thank I'm you here for you. Thanks for being my cheerleader. You're welcome. And here I'm just sitting on the couch, like doing nothing while she's working out. But, but my hate is being sore after working out. Okay, I've been working out for eight days now, and I am still sore. 
Those leg days, man. Uh, They'll get you. My abs. Oh, ab workouts. Like when I yeah. laugh. <laughs> <laughs> but so I I do workout videos, but then also tonight I went on a walk with our son, and he was forcing me to run sprints. Oh my word! To certain trees and electric <laughs> poles. And, What's he run? Yeah. Oh, and yeah, then one right. time he made me skip. <laughs> I was like, I'm not skipping. He's like, you have to. I was like. Okay. Well, when he, when he came back, he was like, but it's healthy for you. Yeah. He, the whole time, he's like, this is so good for us. I'm like, he's like my personal trainer. He's like, this helps you not die or something. Yes. <laughs> Exercise helps you not die. That's what he told me. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. It's good for me. <laughs> so uh, if you need to work out, we'll, uh, he, he, he does this on payment. Uh, he yeah. charges hourly, but uh, <laughs> he's, He's very athletic and will push you further than you want to go. <laughs> it's true. Both mentally and physically. <laughs> By the end, you will be crying in the fetal position. <laughs> and he'll be spinning circles around you on his scooter. <laughs> <laughs> true story. <laughs> well, I think everybody can relate to that at some point. Uh, but yeah. uh, keep going. It's especially even hard now, right? With the different circumstances and just even actually, your schedule changing. Uh makes it a little bit easier because I do have more time on my hands. Sure. So okay. I actually have time to work out. And he doesn't mind. Like, he's in the area. It's, that's actually yeah. one of the few things you sometimes can do. Sometimes he tries to work out with me. Sometimes not. <laughs> sometimes there's weights. Oh, gosh. Oh, my word. <laughs> that oh. I don't know oh, if he's going to hold on to them or not. Like, over your face. Yes. And you're like, you're going to kill me one of these days. Yeah. I think he dropped one on his foot, too. He's like, oh, my word. Kid. Okay, we try to keep him away from them. Yes, we're not irresponsible parents. No, we're not. The, it's a six-year-old. Yeah. Okay, well, that was good hate. I appreciate that. Uh, <laughs> all right, that's our love and hate this week. Let's move on to the outro. All right, Emily. Well, that was a fun episode. Appreciate talking about the games and and hopefully the, everybody enjoy this. Maybe this is a nice little break away from everything that's been happening. Yes. I know personally, it's it's definitely affected us. Emily is now not working. Yes, uh, um, she's yeah. she is self employed, but she's in the service industry. I am a hairstylist, and the six foot away rule doesn't really work in my <laughs> industry you're like inches away from people's faces yes, literally touching so uh yeah so emily's off for work for a while mm-hmm. um obviously yes. school's canceled so um denver doesn't have school uh i am still working but remotely which has its challenges yes uh the joke around is just kids coming on frame on camera <laughs> while we're on these. you just never know what's gonna happen no it's it keeps you on your toes uh but we're managing through it. Hopefully, everybody else is doing well. Um, so, uh, yeah. Yeah. We'll get through it. It's better than the alternative. It is better. We do need to stay home. Yep. So, we'll get there. We'll do that. Yes. We'll stay healthy. Everybody, hopefully, staying healthy and being smart and taking precautions, but uh, finding ways to play to, play games together, stay mm-hmm. together, um, just enjoy Yeah. Enjoy your time. extra family time yeah. together. I know it's hard sometimes. It is. But uh, we'll get through it. Yeah. What game are you most looking forward to playing this week? Are you talking to me? Yeah. Oh, so actually, that's a good segue. So this last week, we got a few new games in the mail. So we actually got the expansions to Everdell. That was one of the Kickstarters yes. we, we backed, I don't know, a long time ago. So we got the Belfair and Spirecrest. I'm so excited. I am excited, too. The Spirecrest has these, I know we talked about, this, has these really big wood meeples yes. and have saddles that go oh, on them. Oh, yeah. And then your workers for all... Um, that came with the other games, they go into the saddle and mm-hmm. basically, I don't even know how in the game this functions. There's got to be some I fun. Know. I don't know yet. Yeah. I haven't read the rules. But you have your worker meeples riding other oh, giant yeah. animal meeples and it's awesome. It's going to be amazing. It's so cool. And since we have all the collector editions for all the versions, we have, I think it only plays, what, five players? But I think we have something like 12 different animal races we can oh, play really? as now yeah oh and uh and the belfair actually expanded i think six players seven players or something it, that just oh that's a five six player expansion it's oh, belfair okay. uh, but that also added a few more meeple classes and and it came with all the additional colors of the new animals for all the other ones from pearl brook and the basic anyway okay so we got meeples 
coming out of her wazoo from this game, and it looks so cool. Does, I don't even know if it's going to be able to fit on her. Does the game Belfair board. expansion come with a bell tower? No. Oh. No, no, no. No three other 3D stuff. Oh. <laughs> Still have the big tree. That would have been cool. Yeah. Well, check check it out on Instagram. We put po- I posted some pictures up there. They it's 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 like adorable overload, but uh really excited. <laughs> Cuter than cute. It is. And then we also I picked up Lord of the Rings Journeys in the Middle Earth. I'm so excited about this. It's a dungeon crawl game, campaign game in Lord of the Rings uh universe. Really excited about it. It looks pretty cool. It but looks- it looks like it's a long game. Yeah, it's a big box. There's yeah. a lot of stuff in there. We're gonna have to wait till after Clank Legacy. For yeah, that. and it's an iPad like campaign driven. So like uh, we're, we play cooperatively, cooperatively against the game. Which okay, is pretty cool. I like that's those. that's cool. I know a lot of people don't like the screen stuff in games, and that's a whole other topic that we can debate because I think those people. Well, I won't lose followers. Are crazy. Here. Well, I I I mean I understand right. what they're saying, but man, it's fun. Like if you can add an iPad thing to play cooperatively. Mm-hmm. And have a very unique experience that can be handled by the game and not spoil things. That's really cool. Have endpoint, and depending on what your actions you take, the game could change. That's really cool. Anyway, neither here nor there. Uh, really excited. We got some new games to play. Mm-hmm. Got to figure because yes. Clank Legacy right now is set up on the table, and uh, it it's more work to pack it up and yes. unpack it. So, so we're just pushing through. <laughs> yes, we're just going to push through. Okay, well, um, we appreciate you guys listening. Yeah. I'm not sure what's going to happen with the next episode uh, because I haven't seen Chris in a couple weeks because he was on spring break uh, vacation, and then we're not going to be able to see each other at work, which is usually when we get to play or talk about games. So I'm not sure what's going to happen for the next uh, couple weeks. Uh, it might just be Emily and I until this uh, self-socializing, distancing stuff gets lifted. And then we could resume um, uh, our every other. I'm not sure what's going to happen here. So uh, we'll just play it by ear. Uh, we might maybe go to some shorter episodes for the next couple weeks, potentially. Maybe mm-hmm. some split small episodes. I don't know. Uh, time and just schedules. It's just weird. Mm-hmm. I know we're at home more, but it's just it's just different. I don't know. Yep. We'll figure this out. So just letting yep. you know things might change, but we'll still try to push out something well, every we week. Will, we still will be here. And we will, of course, be posting on Instagram and Facebook I don't really post on Twitter, but we're on there. We're on Twitter, but you're not going to get a lot of content there. <laughs> but if you really want to see what we're playing, follow us on Instagram yep. at the Games We Play Pod. Yep, absolutely. And any feedback, questions, Games We Play Pod at gmail.com. We always appreciate it. Thank you for all those who have reached out already. Uh, we, we, we appreciate you listening. Yes, thank you. Okay, well, uh, I guess that about wraps it up, Emily. Uh, but until next week, uh, episode 47 kind of weird yeah yeah uh this is the games we play and i'm brian and i'm emily and keep on gaming join the conversation and feel free to give us your feedback you can find us on instagram facebook and twitter at games we play pod and that's games we play pod at gmail.com